What is goody? Today's episode is going to be an episode for women. I don't know that there are a lot of men that listen to my podcast, but if you are, what's up, smooches? How you doing? But this episode is about the ladies. And why is it so important for this episode to be about the ladies? Because the world that we're living in, there are a lot of rules. I feel like I am watching an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I'm asking myself, inside of myself, what are the rules? When you're a little girl, you see fairy princess tales all around you. I mean, literally, there are books and movies and DVDs and cassette tapes all about the romantic life that you will live. And though you don't think about, am I a feminist? Am I a femme fatale? Am I a woman who is liberated? Am I a woman who needs a man? Am I gay or a lesbian? When I'm reading these fairy tales at 12 years old or 10 years old or 5 years old or 7 years old, you're still in awe of these stories that make women be saved by the handsome prince. That is the world that we live in. And there are a lot of men. There are a lot of men. There are a lot of men. Oh my God, there are so many freaking men who feel like, hey man, a woman should be submissive to her man. I mean, think about the latest statements in the last six to eight months from Jeannie Mai about her being submissive to Jeezy. But like, a few years or whenever this statement came out where Jeannie Ma was being a little bit racist towards Jeezy or a lot or just black men in general. But now since she's married to a black man, that's a whole thing. But here we go. And I'm going to split this thing. No filter. I'm going to split the pea with no bacon. I want to just to be 110. Forget the jump shot. I feel like... There are so many rules to being a woman. If you want to get a man of value, you have to figure out what you have to do to get that man of value. Well, my problem is what the hell is value? Like, what is value? What is value? What is your definition of value? Do you believe that the hand of value should be somebody else's weight to carry somebody else should be able to judge you based upon how you look, how you talk, how old you are, how many kids you are, how, how many kids you have, how many siblings do you have, what is your dress size? I'm like, heck no. Look, I'm a Muslim woman, but I do believe that you can learn anything within any religion, within any morsel of your life if you're open enough to receive that message. I just do believe that. But I also believe that in learning these things, it comes with consequences and rules on rules. I have recently learned that a lot of men think that women should be a certain way. Not all. Not all. But a lot of them. I want women to go ahead and think about a time in their life as a child where they did not see a story that had a woman where she was being characterized as feminine or beautiful if she wore a dress. But if she wasn't wore a dress, if she was less 
effeminate, as they say, she was considered tough or boyish or AKA the tomboy. Name 10 women. Hell, no, name five. Five women besides Alia. And we're talking about fairy tale characters or kids' characters who were considered feminine and pretty while they were wearing the tomboy's outfits or while they were being somewhat of a leader in their life, somewhat of a strong, very brazen character. Name five. Go ahead and name five strong females who are considered a little bit of a witch sandwich. I'll wait. I bet you can't name one because a lot of women, the most beautiful women, pretty women, successful women can still be considered tomboyish or mannish. And that is unappealing to a lot of men. Now, some men like women who are tomboyish. I mean, if you can sit here and say that there's not a man who doesn't like a strong, confident woman, black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, there's not one man then you're a liar because I guarantee you that there is. And it, it doesn't matter if he's a man of value or a man of not. You have to define a lot of things differently now because the world we know it is bigger and more vast. And with the knowledge that we know, things are different. People don't just wear dresses. Women don't just wear dresses. So I think going everywhere with this topic and I'm starting to lose myself within it, but I'm just going to be raw with it. I feel like this whole thing with Kevin Samuels really irks my nerves and it really irks my nerves because it upsets me how many women come to this man for value. Now, let's be 100. Some of the stuff he says is true. Like some of the stuff he says is really honest and there are a lot of men who think like that and you should really open your mind and change the idea of having a standard for what type of man you have because people start to become like a value menu. Like I want to get a fine man with a side of successfulness and an extra large paycheck with a dipping sauce of smooth. That don't work like that. Don't no man work like that. We don't make men. There's no Mr. There's no Mr. Potato Head man. You can't make a man like that. So what makes you think that you can make a woman like that? That's crazy as heck. Why am I feeling some type of way? Because maybe, just maybe, yes, I'm a plus size woman. So I'm always going to be feeling some type of way. You know, one day, Lord willing, I do lose weight. I'm still going to be feeling some type of way because I'm a black woman. I'm never going to stop being a black woman. It doesn't matter how much Irish may be in my DNA. It doesn't matter how much Nigerian may be in my DNA. I'm not going to become any less or any more African than what I am. You know what I'm saying? And that comes with disadvantages. That comes with a little bit of edge, a little bit of peel, but it also become, I didn't say, I said peel, a little bit of a peel, but it also comes with a lot of baggage. 
And it makes you look at things differently. It makes you determine the world differently than someone who is freer and more able to see sunshines and rainbows and less able to be objectified by their color, their skin tone, and the way that they speak. Because it is very important in nowadays society to be able to look good. The saying used to be, everything that looks good is not good. Or everything that looks good ain't good. But nowadays, it's more common to see a lot of falsies. And if it looks good then we think it's good. Like how many times have we've had Instagram people who were supposed to be this big public figure who had fake followers, fake subscribers, and did it because they wanted to have real benefits? I think that's what happens in life. We have fake expectations for relationships. We want fake goals. We want to have this beautiful wife or sexy husband, but we forget about the real expectations out of things. That starts to piss me off a lot. It starts to make me very mad because it makes me wonder, like, what is the life going to be like when my daughter turns 18? I mean, my, my Nas, my son is 15. But I start to see and I listen to the songs like we have rappers who are putting jewels in their head and becoming real life trolls. We have rappers who say they will not date a woman their same skin tone or they have to be lighter than them because that is a woman of value. Where does that leave the black woman who is brown skin or dark skin? Where does that leave the Southeast Asian person who is dark skin? Where does that leave the Spanish person who is dark skin or an Afro Latino? Where does that leave them? Where does that leave the normal plain Jane woman who went to Yale, Princeton, Harvard, Howard, um, Duke, FAMU, um, any? Ivy League school or a common school or the around the corner college. That's what I call it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or an online college. Where does that leave them? Where does that leave a woman who pursued an education to become better, to become a nurse, a CNA, a nurse's assistant, a doctor, a lawyer who has kids who pursued a dream? Is she no longer a value but to herself? She no longer noble because of the fact that she doesn't have the same type of background as someone who was 19 years old, met a guy while she was still at her peak age, dated him and then got married. And now they're successful. Is is that is that what you're supposed to do? Or are you supposed to not have kids until you meet the right guy? And it has to be between the ages of 20 and 27. I mean, is that what you're supposed to do? Because according to a lot of dudes, that's what they want. They want the female who's still in her 20s. They want to get married. They want to have babies. They can be in their 50s and get married to a 28 year old. And it's a good thing. But a woman loses value the second she reaches the 35, 35. That means I've lost all value. Value is gone. My value really was gone the second I got my tubes tied, technically, because I couldn't have no more kids anymore, which means I was 25. And that's crazy. And technically, that really means my value was really lost the second I got pregnant because of the fact that I got pregnant.
Do you know how sad that sounds? How crazy that sounds? Like, what do you do with that? Sorry about that noise in the background. I'm going to take a short bristle because I want to know what the heck that noise was in the background. And this is a really long introduction, but it had to be long because I feel like we need to question the questions that we question. You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Sharee, and your co-host, King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. What is good? Point two point two FM was talking podcast again. It is Latoya, Justice Shari, Rainbow Pens Johnson, and of course, I'm super excited more than Camels to be at you with another episode. This is an episode that I kind of had, I'd like to say, on layaway that I started but I did not finish. Um, <clears throat> I haven't been feeling well lately. I still don't feel well. But I feel like this is the perfect time to make this episode, um, at least the continuance of this episode, while I am washing clothes and you hear my laundry, (laughs) and then you hear my washing machine go ham in the background. Like, she going in. She washing the clothes. Like, that's Washafelt's diva right there. (laughs) She going in. So this episode, you're definitely going to hear this, but hey, that's what it is. So... I wanted to make this episode because I've been stressing lately. I feel like this is a continuance of Somehow I Manage series. Um, However, I still feel like this is a whole nother thing. Lately, I've been hella sick. Like, my sinuses have just been killing me. But it hasn't just been my sinuses. I've been having mad asthmatic bronchial issues, like... My body been in hella pain. For a slick second, I was like, yo, do I have that Coco 1-9? Do I have the Coco 19? Do I have it? Because I was freaking out. I was like, bruh, like one of the things that they have as like a as a, a warning to people who are plus size. And I am plus of the plus, plus of the plus plus, plus of the plusy size. So I'm thinking to myself, bro, lady, what are you doing? Like, is this going to be a thing for you? But it's also been a thing for me because I just feel sick more than ever now. <clears throat> um, Y'all know me. I'm always getting sick, having sinus issues. I'm not going to lie. This episode, I sound darn good. I feel good. I knew that I could. I do feel good as far as my voice, but I feel sick as hell. My body is weak. Um, one of the things that I discovered, and it might just be an epiphany of my own, I've already had ailments before I started this new job, but now that I work there, it seems like I have a lot of ailments. Like I'm always having sinus issues or coughing or something going on. 
And so I really didn't know. <laughs> like, I didn't know if it was just a me thing or if it was like a new environment thing. So I've had those issues, plus emotional issues. Plus, I had a friend recently pass this week. Well, she didn't recently pass, but I found out she passed. You know how delay happens? Like, you don't, you, you find somebody on Facebook that you haven't talked to in a minute, and you just decide, hey, <laughs> I'm going to catch up with you, boo-boo. And then they don't hit you back immediately. And you're like, uh, maybe they're busy and then you wait a few whiles longer and then they don't hit you back even more and you're like oh my god maybe they don't like me the way i like them and then you're like okay i'm just going a little bit longer and i'm like maybe they're busy or maybe they just don't care about what i'm talking about so then finally i just kind of just gave up i kind of blocked them because my feelings were hurt so i was trying to block the hurt by saying hey if you hit me i'm not gonna see it because i don't see it which is petty. I could be petty, petty sometimes, but I had to think about it and say, look, I really, really want to get some closure in this relationship. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get over it because it's not going to help me to do this and just keep it moving, move forward. So I unblocked them. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I just waited and time passed and I regretted every bit of it after the time passed. So Sunday comes and I feel like I talked about this, but I'm going to talk about it again. You're just going to have to hear it because I'm just going to talk about it. Okay, let's just talk about it. So Sunday night, late in the morning, probably was like 12 in the morning. It might have been. I don't know. It might have been Monday morning official tissue. I knew I had to get ready for work, but I also knew I had to do some clothes and dry them and all that other stuff that you have to do in your mom. And you have to be the, like the undercover superhero while everybody's sleeping. I got to get this stuff together. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just, you know, waiting around as usual, you know, so I can put the stuff in the dryer. Plus, I wasn't feeling too good. I couldn't really breathe. I was having these real bad coffee issues and all this other stuff. <clears throat> and so I sit there. And I go and I said, let me just go check some messages. So I'm looking on LinkedIn. I was like, yo, I got to, you know, hit these people back because, you know, these are potential, um, you know, potential contacts, potential people I can network with, you know what I'm saying? And even have them on the podcast, could be on there and just we can do some things together. This is business, you know, business. And so I'm thinking about strategies and all this other good stuff. It is late at night, though. You know what I'm saying? So then I decided to stumble onto Messenger just to see if anybody DM'd me. You know what I'm saying? Just to see what's good. And then I just decided to stumble on my spam messages. Because it might be somebody in the spam that I might want to talk to, but because they're not you know, officially following me or my friend, I might be might not be blah, blah, blah. <laughs> might not be able to talk to them. So then I get a message and it's from the old friend and I'm like, oh hey girl, hey. So let me open up this DM. And it wasn't it wasn't delicious. It wasn't a good it wasn't a good message. It wasn't good. Um so her husband hit me up saying that she had passed away in 2019. Yeah, so that really sucked. At first, I kind of just held in my feelings. <laughs> 
and like internalized it. And then I was trying to Google her and trying to see if this is real and just trying to just trying to like going through the stages of grief. Like I'm like, this isn't real. This is not really real. This can't be really her. This is not really real. I see a I hear a bunch of voices in my head and I'm just trying to figure out like this isn't real, girl. No, this can't be real. This is not real. This is not real. This is a prank. This is not real. And I'm like, it did take a very long time for them to message me back. <laughs> and it does sound about right. And I was like, but it doesn't make sense because she's so young. Like, she's my age. So I don't understand what happened. So I'm trying to figure it out, but I'm still feeling it. And then I'm going through all the crying and grieving. And I didn't want to wake Henry up to tell him what was going on. I didn't tell him to the next day, but I had to go to work with this all in my brain. And it was a lot. It was a lot. And, you know, I've dealt with it the whole week. But by that Wednesday, I had it up to here, you know, with people calling out and all this other stuff. And I just felt the pressure on me. And it just was a little petty stuff that happened at work. And I was trying to keep it straight because I have kids. You know what I'm saying? Plus, I love my students at the Boys and Girls Club. Those are my babies. Like, those are my little boys and girls. Don't care what race you are. Those are my babies. But I knew deep down inside I had enough stress on me. Plus, I had to tell my boss that I'm leaving the Boys and Girls Club. Yes, officially I made the decision because it's being it's becoming too much. Like, literally this morning, I just kept thinking about the Boys and Girls Club to the point where I had anxiety attacks. Like, I was freaking out. I've always been thinking about it, and it's just driving me crazy. And I just feel like I'm not able to do that. my job there. Plus, I'm always missing out on my kids. There's stuff that I already planned to do before I started this job that I've been pushing away. There's important meetings that I had to go to and things I had to do that I had to stop because of the fact that I work there and I love this job. But I also know that there's a lot of things that are in the mix that have been just constantly gnawing at me that I've been putting on the back burner. But then there's also the fact that I'm always sick now. Like, baby, I'm always sick. I'm always sick. Yes, always sick. And it's not a good look for me. Like, I don't like that. And it was like, it wasn't like, okay, well, my anemia is acting up. Because, I mean, you know, or some other nonsensical nonsense. It was, well, we'll talk about it after the bristle. What is good, beloved Rainbow Pens? We are back from the Brazil, and yes, of course, it's Latoya Justice Shari, and <clears throat> we've been talking about, at first we were talking about women's issues, and just this episode being for the ladies. Honestly, <clears throat> it's not just for the ladies, it's for people in general. Um, I don't know, I've just been feeling lately like my voice is not really being heard. And maybe that's just a big thing for me. Maybe I don't explain myself correctly. But sometimes <clears throat> I feel like... I'm trying to think of how I feel. Sometimes I feel like... I have real candid moments where I'm able to be very honest. But... They're, they might be very small, like they're not overly dramatic. Um, so it doesn't really resonate with certain people. And sometimes I have really big candid moments where I have to really talk it out and really get into the conversation so people can really understand what I'm talking about. However, I think because I act like it's not a problem, then people think it's not a problem. 
And I think that's a big problem for a lot of people. When you're a gladiator, when you're a warrior, when you're the queen or the king of your household, that weight carries on you. And even if you talk about it, because people see you still making leaps forward, they think that this is not really hurting you. We live in a culture where I personally think we're taught to keep it moving. Something happens, you keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? You break up with one person, you're not over them until you have another person. We live in that culture and that's a problem because we're not teaching ourselves how to heal. We're teaching ourselves how to cope. We don't take the proper amount of time to take care of ourselves. We say we got to keep going. We don't have a backup plan for a backup plan for them days that we fall down and we can't get up. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and that's what really resonates with me when it comes to a lot of issues. You know, today I was watching the show Modern Family, which is one of my favorite shows. And I think about a lot of the characters on Modern Family. I think about the Claire's and I think about the Phil Dumphys and I think about all the main characters of the show and how they had to go through things. But the thing is, reality is everything doesn't wrap up in one episode. You feel that pain and that pain will continue on. If real life was like TV, it would be a soap opera where it continually goes on and on with twisting plot changes every episode or even within the episode. Sorry, my neighbors have music really loud. So not only do you hear the laundry, but you also hear my neighbors in my bed. I know you're like, how the heck did this girl come up with some music? I did. It was dope. So get over it. <laughs> but anyway, um, I honestly feel like we don't learn how to really feel things. We're learning. We're in a society where we've where we taught men not to feel. We're in a society where we taught women. You should feel and be emotional, but you still have to keep moving. You still have to keep going. You can only feel it for so long. Don't get me wrong. You shouldn't wallow in self-pity and loathing and hurt, but you should feel it appropriately. Like You should definitely go through the seven stages of grief when you're going through something, whether it's the loss of a loved one, the loss of a boyfriend, the loss of a job, the loss of a friend, whether it's the loss of a goal. But you should keep moving and make a new goal. But sometimes you have to take a step back and breathe. And sometimes you have to let go. And sometimes you have to realize when you don't feel like your voice is being heard, no matter what. Like, am I saying this the right way? Am I doing it the right way? Or is my voice not being heard because I'm putting myself in the, in in it in sorry, <laughs> because I'm putting myself in a setting where it's inappropriate for it to be heard or for people don't have for people who are not able to have the time because other things are going on. I realize working at this job how important it is for my voice to be heard. Not because somebody told me, not because I just learned it. Like I used to have real conversations with my boss from time to time where I tell him how I really felt about certain things. And sometimes they would give he would give me his feedback and sometimes it'd be group discussions where it would be podcast worthy conversations. <clears throat> and I learned through these conversations that one of my biggest fears is not having my voice heard. 
One of my biggest fears is not being able to say how I feel. And I think one of the biggest fears is not being to able to listen to somebody else's opinion validly validate them and understand that, that I'm here for them and let them know. Because sometimes I'm going to be there for you, but I'm not actually going to be physically there for you. Sometimes I may be in your life for a season, but when I'm there, I'm giving you my all. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's really important for us to understand in life. And it's not just me. It's like sometimes you in your life may only be in somebody's life for a season or have somebody be in your life. But you need to experience that and understand that. You also need to really understand that sometimes you're going to have to let things go that you really love because you need to have growth for change. Sometimes you're going to have to go backwards to go forwards. And that's what I feel like right now. Like, I really do love this job. I really do. But I feel like it reminds me of some things. Like when I used to work at Walmart, how I really liked the job, but I didn't have enough time to do what I need to do with my kids. I mean, what's dope is my son is old enough to watch my daughter and my daughter's mature enough to listen to him. It's not like before where it was like, Franny is not going to listen to you. She's going to tell you what to do and you're just going to go crazy. Or Sean is not mature enough. It's at that point where they're mature enough on both levels. He's literally watched her basically majority of the summer. Like, honest to God, because Franny did not want to go to the Boys and Girls Club every day, which I can't blame her because last summer, let's be honest, like you've heard it on the podcast, our house was being renovated. Our apartment was being renovated on. So we had to spend so much time outside of the house that we really didn't have time to just chill. You know, and I had to be here. It wasn't like I could just go on vacation, let them do whatever they needed to do. I still had stuff I needed to do here. And that's why I feel like for me, I want to express this point very, very, very much so in the best way I can. If you know that you have things that you need to do, even if you enjoy doing what you love at that job, but you have a need need, then you need to weigh the pros and the cons. It's hard when you're a parent who is the main parent, whether you're a male or a female, whether you don't have, whether you don't conform to gender stereotypes, whomever you are, it is hard when you're the main parent who has to make sure that they have lunch money or you're there for field day or you're there for award ceremonies or you're there to talk to the teachers or you're there to deal with certain things that you can't have a break. There are times where I had to take a break, but it's like you can't because, yeah, I'm lucky to have somebody to back me up. But there are some moments where I see that they can't even do it because it's a lot. It's a lot when you have to make sure you're always doing stuff. You have to make sure you go to those meetings and you sign the paperwork and you answer those emails. You answer the phone calls and you do the video chats and you have to make sure that you go to work and you have to make sure that you have emotional time to yourself. I mean, last year I did get some, but it wasn't like I wanted it to be because there was a lot of times where I had to be there for everybody. I think that's one of the reasons why I had to take that time off during the summertime, I mean, not during the summertime, sorry, during the, the 
during the school year um, and just be by myself for the first few months because it was hard. It was hard doing the stuff for Francesca during the beginning of school year. And it was hard to do that homeschooling. And it was hard for my emotional stress levels that I was trying to deal with everything, my all my anxiety and all that stuff that I was dealing with, my PTSD. And it was just hard with the constantly coming out of the apartment and all these appointments that I had to go to and all that other stuff. It was a lot. And that's why it's important to know when it's something going on. Because sometimes things mentally can affect you physically. And I feel like in that, in this case, it is some of that, but it's also because I, you know, I just, I'm real sensitive. My body's real sensitive. Emotionally, I'm sensitive. And I know that there's a lot of dust in my building where I work at and a lot of spider webs. And because I'm super sensitive, I'm going to just not be able to deal with certain things. There's a lot of other reasons that I'm sick, you know, a lot. But, you know, I can't handle mold, dust, or certain things. I just can't handle it. I just really, really can't handle it. I can't handle too much bleach. Like, I just, I just, I don't know why I'm like this. I can't explain. Like, but I'm, like, super sensitive. I mean, I feel like I, there's a lot of people out there like that. I'm not even going to lie to you. But I'm super sensitive. <clears throat> and I feel like that's one of the reasons why I had that cough. Which, luckily... Um, today I don't feel as bad. I definitely do feel weak and tired. Um, I do feel that, but you know, it is what it is. I just, I don't know. It's one of them things where I'm just really feeling like a lot of times there are people out there who have something to say and they want to be validated. They want to be heard. They want to be noticed. And sometimes at work, I felt like they don't even really feel like I'm sick. Like, I'm really not sick. Like, I remember telling my boss on Thursday that I don't feel good, and he thought it was an emotional thing. So he asked, he's like, can you just work through it? Because we're shorthanded a lot. But my like, bro, I can't breathe. Like, it was hard. Like, you could ask my kids. Like, I'm luckily doing it today, but I'm still having, like, some struggling issues with wheezing and breathing. And it's like an on and off thing. <clears throat> I don't know if you can hear it. I don't feel as congested because I'm taking some medicine. I've been taking it periodically a lot. Um, I do need to take my vitamins too because of my iron. But um, yeah, I don't feel as bad. But I do feel like because my boss thinks he knows me, but he really doesn't know me, that that's kind of what it is. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just tripping with no vacation. I don't know. I just feel like it is what it is. That show is. I'm about to take, I'm about to just wrap this episode up. I'm about to wrap it up because I feel like I can't, like I'm starting to weave a little bit. I'm starting to not really feel good. So I'm about to just wrap this up with the face mask. But I... Thank you so much for listening to me rant because this is essentially a rant. This is essentially a rant. Um, But thank you so much for listening to me. I love you guys so much. Until next time, don't forget to wrap it up with a face mask. And always remember that if you love what you have, you have everything you need.
<laughs> yeah, I'm tripping. <laughs> All right. I definitely need to get off this because I'm getting tired now. All right. Until next time, smooches. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Point Two Point Two FM Wall Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice Shari and your co-host, King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram point two point two walls talking podcast and our twitter twitter lately smooches peace until next time